I also demonstrated, you know, my work ethic on the field. I was diving for balls as a catcher, like all over, Um, you know, just calm, being loud, vocal. And, you know, my hair usually doesn't go unnoticed. So I made sure I got noticed by working really hard. And and then I I got the, the ask to, hey, they need the catcher for this role and we'd love to have you. Lead us in. Jamie, do you want to lead us into uh, episode two of Behind the Dish? I think you guys are good at that. <laughs> Much. This is, I mean, I think if there's been a, if you could call it like much anticipated, this is probably, I mean, we got <laughs> a hell of a lot of traction on this episode from your last one. I mean, people were, were clamoring for us. it. No, it is not because of us. It <laughs> no. is definitely not because no. of us. So we are happy to be back here for episode two of Behind the Dish with our co-host, Jamie Walbach. Jamie, thank you for joining us. I know you've been super busy with the team lately. Um, how has everything been? And uh, you excited to be back here with us in uh, studio? Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Still <laughs> workshopping. Yeah, Casey, Justin, thanks for having me back. Uh, softball's going great. Uh, we just opened up season. Um, went down to Florida, got a nice tan <laughs> and, uh, we opened that. up, um, nice. with some really good competition and they're, you know, pretty seasoned when you go down there, had a couple of games under their belt and our team showed up to play. We played some really good softball, um, tidy up a few things and we're competing with, you know, uh, colleges that are ranked right now, top 25 in the country. We played two so far of our schedule. Um, and, and we're right there one, one play difference and, and we're on top, but we're putting up a lot of runs. Our pitching's doing well. And once we settle in, uh, I, th- I think we're going to come out on top. We're a really strong squad. Yeah, so we talked about this on the last, the first podcast, really, yeah. of, of this. And it was about the Northern teams coming down early on in the season. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, what's interesting, looking at your schedule here early, you're right, Jim. I mean, one-run games, but definitely close enough to where you could tell it could have gone either way. Uh, depending on where you get that big inning, you know. Um, so kudos to you and the team for starting off like that. With it's always hard to start with team against teams like that. Yes, you know, especially so going down to the warmer weather. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ask Jim Beheim; he loves not playing that type of caliber team early on in the season. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but you know, Jamie's like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna attack and, and get after and see what we're made of. I I have a feeling, and I'm sure you feel the same way, Jamie. It's gonna help you in the long run in this. Season. Absolutely. We come out with strength of schedule right away. So, um, you know, it, it, it's hard to tell the athletes that and, and like how to rebound when you're losing and, you know, like record wise. But we're winning like we're, we're getting small successes and gaining some some really solid innings and and the small successes. And it, they're just going to lead up to, you know, winning the games that we need to win in, in crucial moments. But they're really playing good softball. And it's always exciting to travel south. You get a little, you know, just um team fun and they all get to travel put on their travel suits and all that good stuff that goes with it you know and um you know some good lunches good dinners see see a little bit of the beach water and it just i think it was a refresher with some good competition and we come home and it's already it's what mid mid february end of february and we're already playing home games in pennsylvania which is pretty amazing wow yeah 
That's it. It's an it's an interesting uh, thing you bring up because I I always away trips, especially down to like the warmer weather, were always super fun too because. Um, kind of like you mentioned, you get to put the travel uniform on, you feel like a big leaguer, like if you're flying <laughs> on a plane or something like that. And, uh, I know that, um, my coach always tries, especially my freshman year when we went down, uh, to California, tried to balance it out with like a couple of fun activities and sure. stuff like that. Not only cause that you're not only playing games, obviously that's the main purpose of being there, but you know, kind of help you ease back into it in a sense. Do you kind of do that sort of thing as a coach as well? Yeah, like I said, we we ate lunch on the water. They walked over to the beach. Some yeah. jumped in <laughs> um, for a little bit. Mm. Uh, we had a, a really nice pool and a and a good like area for a team like kind of gathering. Um, families were all there, included with you know our players. So it was fun. Oh, nice. but now we're back home and we're back to work. We got to grind between academics and That's softball. Right. Uh, we're back home, but it, it is it's a lot of fun. Like you're in airports. We're wearing Warriors gear. And as soon as you say East Strasburg University, it's amazing how popular the university is across the country. There's alumni all over and some kind of network or connection to a family member that knows where East Strasburg University is. And and that's really fun. I think the kids enjoy talking about that, too, because sometimes you're like, where's East Strasburg? And, you know, it's in it's in in the Poconos. But now it's like eye awakening. You go to travel and, and it's very well known across the country, which is pretty awesome. What's the temperature of the team right now, Jam? After that long that stint down there, coming back, what's the mentality? How how do you think they're feeling? Well, we just uh, returned home and we played uh, Wilmington on Monday, which is also ranked in the top twenty in the country, and we played them really yeah. good. Um, it was awesome softball. The games could have went either way. Um, there, there was literally yeah, an ESPN catch. Wilmington caught a ball over the fence. It was pretty amazing. Um, and and our our players. You know, we, we did some awesome relays, uh, you know, for cuts and, and throws out at the plate and at third base. We had suicide squeezes, um, stolen bases, hit a home run, and we have a monstrous field. Our fence is back pretty deep and hit a home run. So I, both both teams played as if they were, like, in championship games, and this is the start of the season, nice. and that's what's so exciting. It's the start of the season, and we're playing that good against great competition. That's awesome. That's awesome. And and this is kind of to, to change gears a little bit too, but obviously, you know, going throughout your entire career, that's sort of been, we talk about a championship mindset. Anyone who knows anything about you can say that that's been your mindset throughout your career. What kind of, and we talked about this a little bit in the last episode and we talked about you, you know, training in your barn, the Rocky style type thing. But um, when you go through that, and then you find yourself, you know, not only moving through college, but then being, you know, being good enough to go and play in the professional ranks. When was it kind of, because we asked this about, or we asked this of a, of a lot of the former a- uh, athletes that we've, we've talked to on these, on these podcasts, but when did you kind of know that professional softball, doing that for, you know, you know making money doing it, was going to be something that was, was in the future for you? Sure. Well, unfortunately, professional softball doesn't really make you money. Um, I'd love for it to get to that level. And I think right now in we, theory, have, right? <laughs> we have somebody in charge right now. Uh, you know, she's, she's a legend. She held the home run record for for um, college and it just got broken. But Lauren Chamberlain's doing a really good job trying to spearhead a new professional league and, and try to get it going in right. the right direction. And now with like NILs and and a lot more business going on in our game. I think it's ultimately going to help our game to get to the level where it belongs. Uh, but when it came to the professional career, I just 
I just had, you know, this internal drive that I just wanted to get to the best level. And for me, you know, being a small town girl from, you know, uh, literally, literally the middle of nowhere, um, playing division two softball, I think I did something that, you know, wasn't typical of those days. It's it's usually athletes coming from SEC and those that kind of were in the spotlight mm-hmm. where Division Two kind of gets shadowed a little bit. But the talent in our in our conference and Division Two across the country is very very strong. So I went to the open tryout and just my work ethic alone and just the, my style of catching just turned the heads of the recruiters of the professional league and that's what got me drafted. So from there I I couldn't let anybody down. It's like here's this D2 girl going playing professionally. Um I I can't let, you know, my support down. So it made me work even harder and and for me it was just my work ethic kind of overshine some of those that were content playing there because they've always been great, right? I had to like keep up to be good. So I had to outwork my my team and my opponents what would you say to, to to younger kids to who you know who because that that's an interesting thing especially and and it's like that in it pretty much every sport when you look at kind of like you mentioned those sec teams and those big 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 time division one universities where you know you kind of might have the the thought where okay well if i'm not going to one of those schools i might not have a chance to play professionally sure. what would you say to kids who are maybe at a division two or division three college right now who maybe have those thoughts, but now they're listening to someone like you who, you know, not only went to a Division II college just like just like they are maybe, but they did just what they're hoping to do, which is play professionally. Sure. Well, right now, professionally is kind of like in, you know, the growing stages again and just remodeling. Sure. sure. Um, but to play at any level, I think it's important that an athlete picks the best fit for them. And whether you're playing Division One, yeah. Division Two, II, Division Three, or even junior college to line yourself up academically, I think that you're going to get an amazing experience at any of those divisions. Um, you know, I've been a product of Division Two as a player, also coached Division One. And when you look at some of the, you know, the top teams in Division Two and the top teams in Division Three, they can beat teams in Division One. And so I think, you know, you just have to be happy. And that's the most important piece. And that's what we stress to, you know, our athletes coming through the recruiting process is you got to find a fit and a home that is a good fit for you, not only athletically, but also academically. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I'm uh, look, looking at the bio a little bit more and hopefully everyone that's listening has jumped on and, and looked at your bio. So I, I'm trying to figure out because you've, you've been all over the place. You are a softball junkie. And I mean that in an all positive way, but I want to know how you made your way onto uh, the great Britain national team for Athens, Greece, uh, which was a test run for the 04 sure. Athens Olympics. How, so the, how the, far and how long do your tentacles run <laughs> in this sport? The lineage goes back quite a bit for that one. No, so actually the original connection to that is Bobby Simpson. Um, he runs Higher Ground in Georgia. It's been a professional business for 20, 30 plus years. He's amazing. He's, you know, an advocate of softball. He's an ambassador of the game um, and just an amazing guy. And he saw me with my catching style, you know, 20 years ago. Just my aggressiveness behind the plate and how I also deliver that to the athletes I train. So he would fly me in in Georgia to train catchers at his clinics back 20 years ago. And from there, he was selected as the Great Britain head coach of the national team, him and Greg Montvitas, um, who is also kind of a European legend and, and works with a lot of national teams in Europe. Um, and they had the ability to get Great Britain athletes, but to strengthen the competition um, for 
the the games, the test event in Athens, Greece, they were allowed to like what they call alien players. So they chose a pitcher and a catcher. Um, so there was actually alien. two pitchers and one catcher that did not have, you know, Great Britain, uh, Great British uh, background um, just to help strengthen the competition. But everybody else did and had dual passports. Um, and that's really the connection. And that's how it happened. So we went over to the test event of the games. They took four countries and they ran them through the series of what was going to happen for the Olympics to prepare them. And we ended up winning a gold medal, which was really, really big because it actually gave some government funding um, for them to be able to support their national team for the future. Oh, wow. So, Yeah. So I wow. kept that relationship with Bobby Simpson and we still talk to this day and he still posts photos now that social media you know, is available. And and he's, he's really been the, the one that really helped, you know, create my network and keep building off a of success and really believed in me to be able to come there and and help it help them win the gold medal. That's so, that is so cool. And it, it, Justin mentioned this, especially talking about being a softball junkie in the best way possible. <laughs> but I mean, you have played and coached in so many, not only places here in, in the United States, but across the country. Is there, has there been a favorite place that you've played, whether it's, you know, been like Italy or, or, uh, the Netherlands, the, Czech the Netherlands, New Zealand, what are some of those places that you've played in? Or is there one that stands out to you? Or are there a few that stand out as some of the favorite places you've played in? I think for me, I'm, I'm very, uh, you know, persuaded by environment. Um, obviously I love softball and some of the stronger competition was, you know, probably Italy and Holland, um, even New Zealand, but for me, it's it's environment. So, you know, the, the people that I was with or the living arrangements I had, sometimes I had my own house. Sometimes I had, um, you know, a family that I lived with. So it's kind of hard to say because I really enjoyed my time, like, in Italy because the softball was really strong. Um, I also have dual citizenship, so I was with the national team, so I spent a lot of time in Italy. Uh, but I also enjoyed my time in New Zealand because I was, you know, living with a family with three young girls and I was able to, you know, just develop a really nice, you know, family and home while I was, you know, a 24 hour flight away from home. So that part of it made, you know, my experience really good. And Switzerland may not be as strong a softball as some of the other countries, but the people I was surrounded with made it the most amazing experience and took me to hike the Alps. And we did all sorts of adventures wow. that are day wow. trips. So um, I, I think everyone had, you know, every country that I'd stayed in had some special experience that, you know, near and dear to my heart. So it's hard to just pick one. And that's what made me continue the path of this continuing to reach out with this little yellow ball and share my passion of the game and my teaching style, as well as, you know, playing and helping them get to the next level or help them win. Uh, has the food persuaded well, you the cuisine absolutely. Was, it was going to either come from me or you so yeah. yeah i don't miss too many meals i enjoy tasting a bit of the culture so um i i did get very spoiled in that experience where i would always have you know whether it's a head coach or a supporter or a family member or father mother you know take me to the the best dinner spot or whatever that may be or home oh, cooking yeah, which yeah. i enjoy just you know just the cultural taste of the experience so for me, yes, I, I definitely enjoyed, you know, different different uh, plates uh, at the table and, and the table talk and, and that. So, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's awesome. What about the what about the softball when you look at different places that you've played? Does it because I mean, this is it's definitely I think this is probably true in every sport, but no matter where you or wherever you go the style of play is going to be a little bit different. Did you notice that with softball, whether when you went to Italy or, or New Zealand, did they, 
was it maybe like a different brand of the game that they played in certain places? Uh, it was, it was similar. I mean, I think the speed of the game changes depending on the skill sets yeah. of, you know, your, your team and the, and your opponents. But, you know, as a coach, yes, I, I think like in Japan, um, China, I feel like they train a little bit different and really, really long practices. And I did, I did some work in Taiwan, um, and I went over as a catching specialist and trained, uh, you know, some of the, the professional players, the national team players, the coaches and, wow. and taught catching and hitting there. And, and we were having like eight hour days. They were long days. There was not many breaks and we just My did God. skill, 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 and skill, and just repeat and reps and reps and reps. So I feel like, um, some of that was a little bit different and even coaching coaching internationally um, at the championships and world cups and things like that. I always see like, I like to kind of go over to Japan and just watch what they're doing. Cause like we call them like ball every day. It's kind of like your pregame warmups and, and they're just so strict and disciplined on how they train and prepare that for me, like it's always a learning curve anywhere I am on the road, um, whether it's world championships or I'm in a country training, like you're picking up bits and pieces. And that was really enjoyable. And I, I noticed that even when I was in Taiwan. So I, I think it's very important to to put this out there in case people don't know. Not only are we speaking to someone that was a uh, former professional athlete and obviously a, an Olympian, uh, but also a a movie star. Oh yes, an actress. <laughs> yes. Uh, yep. I was going to correct you on the Olympian because um, a lot of people think I am an Olympian. I'm not an Olympian. I played for the Italian You're national an Olympian team. Olympian in, in our in our hearts. And I our appreciate eyes. that. No. I just like to correct it because I'm <laughs> I'm very you know proud of where I I've you know, gone in my path, but some people confuse that sometimes. Um, but I did play in the test event Olympic games for Great Britain. We did win a gold medal, but that was with four countries. Um, and then I also played okay. for the Italian national team, but, um, we were one game shy of, uh, making it to the Olympics and Holland, Netherlands, oh. they went that year. So, um, yeah, I did participate with the national level, but unfortunately did not go to the Olympics. So like I said, former Olympian, and also, <laughs> and former, no, I mean, I'm sure you're probably still looking for gigs out there to be, to be a, uh, never going to keep actress. I mean, yeah. I've been on the so world stage. I, I work with, you know, I go to the world events and, and the world cup and things like that. So there's always, you know, whether it's a coach yeah. or player, I am on at the world events, but I have not attended the Olympics. It's probably one of my bigger dreams is to eventually get there, but, be, yeah. um, but I'm be. also happy with my well, path. The next, and, one, the next one's in LA, right? the next the summer is not the, in it though there's yes, a decision I, to put it back in to put it back in yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. okay i think the next summer games are it's got to be if it's in the u.s softball has to be in yes it. But you would think you right, think, right? Think. i think it's two olympics from now is the one that's in the u.s yes yes yeah, yeah. okay okay i think at least by then it should 2028 should be well, well, I don't know. Right? we'll, we'll I don't look know. it up we're not math we'll geniuses our, we'll on this stack. show, unfortunately. We'll stack guy to, to look into it. So, like, Do we I have was... a stack guy. Is he on budget, or she, he or she? Yeah, someone. Back All right, we'll, we'll find someone. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, tell us a little bit how you got this gig in this movie. For, for you, to, for for the people that don't know, 2010 came out. How do you know? Uh, directed by James Brooks, which is a very the, he's the a good cast director. in this movie, starring Reese Witherspoon, star-studded Paul yeah. Rudd, Owen Wilson, Jack Nicholson. I mean, it have had everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know why you weren't in the title name, but you know we can 
leave that for the uh, historians, I guess. Agreed. Well, I but, am in the um, credits. Uh, right. I am in the credits, thing. but I'm I'm the act like the actors of like my player like the actor's name is is in there. That's me. I'm I'm yeah. under as the catcher. That's me. So it's not how, background. How I had to specifically in? do some professional work to be a part of that. <laughs> how how did you get into this? And tell us a little bit about your experience with it and how much fun did you must have had a blast doing this? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty amazing. Um, I couldn't believe it because I was battling one side of my life where my dad, um, you know, was was diagnosed with brain cancer and and un- was having an unfortunate time, and it was during the diff- most difficult times of my life. And then I'm having the highs in my personal career of just coming off winning a you know a, a championship at Iona College. Um, and then getting asked to be in this movie. So it was kind of like, how do you keep yourself up when your world's crashing? Yeah. And, and that was one of the things that really helped me, um, you know. And so for that movie, um, they had like an open tryout for it because it was, you know, specific characters they were looking for. And uh, Sue Anquist, another legend in softball that has like 11 national championships, uh, former coach at UCLA, was asked to be the like the the tech, the director for softball. Um, And so she was the one hosting the tryouts and the tryouts were held at Temple softball uh, facility. And so I got the invitation and I went, there was 500 plus, you know, athletes there. They already had a first round, Um, picked a couple of tryouts. Yeah, they they picked a couple Olympians that they really wanted, you know, as part of the cast. And they were still looking for a couple of roles, like a catcher. And um, they were looking for a double for Reese Witherspoon. So at that event, they they chose their finals, um, their finalist. And I. But you didn't send in your tape of you in the barn. I was going to ask if that was your audition tape. I'm pretty sure I did. But I also demonstrated, you know, my work ethic on the field. I was diving for balls as a catcher, like all over, Um, you know, just calm, being loud, vocal. And, you know, my hair usually doesn't go unnoticed. So I I made sure I got noticed by working really hard. And and then I I got the, the ask to, hey, they need the catcher for this role. And we'd love to have you. So. I gotta be honest with you, that little story right there, Jamie. I hope, you know, youth athletes listen to that. Like what she just said right there. Any little thing that she could do to get noticed. You know, it's stand for a movie. out. It's for a movie, but yeah. still she wanted the job. She wanted the part. Well, it's not any different than when you go to a you know, a recruiting showcase or something like that, and there's five hundred other kids there that How look are just you like you. Stand out. Yeah. What are you gonna do to get the attention of you know, of the staff? I think that's Jamie, I think that's really cool. You to do that yeah it was it was a great experience and one of my teammates um carrie lito she's now married um but uh she was picked as the double for reese witherspoon so that was really cool to like Ooh. see her and and you know she's the one that had to like field some of the balls and do some of the work but reese was like really adamant about i'm gonna do this myself so like the two of them were playing softball and reese really wanted to be hands-on and and be a softball player so that was really cool to just watch how they make a film and do the behind the scenes work. Yeah. Um, we got all flown out, you know, we went out to UCLA to finish some of our, our filming. So we got to like, you know, be on UCLA's field and in the locker room and who, who would have thought I'd be sitting there having, a, you oh, know, yeah. a little toast and a drink with Reese Witherspoon talking about softball and talking about my father and stuff. So the experience really is wow. close to my heart. And Sue Anquist to this day still talks to me and we bring it up all the time. She took all the cast that were there for softball um, to her house. We went out like longboarding slash surfing and it was just, and it was an amazing experience and a really difficult time in my life. So um, yeah. I really appreciate that. We're talking about it. It was it meant to be, Jane. It was meant to be for sure. Yeah. 
you yep. know, <laughs> for, for sure. Um, did you talk to, did you have an opportunity to talk to the other actors like Jack Nicholson or Owen or any of those guys or no? No, they weren't, they weren't really in like, you know, our scene. So we were just fully with Reese Witherspoon for like two weeks. Okay. okay. Wow. That's Between like the, cool. two, the two <laughs> things that we did, it was like two weeks of, you know, like on set. And it's pretty amazing because when you watch the movie, there's some softball in there, um, but it's more like her background story. Um, right. But to just get that little bit of softball, how many takes they have to do to get it right from all different angles, it was pretty amazing. I mean, we worked around the clock. It gave you a whole new respect for actors and actresses that have that as their full-time job. We literally were working through three, four in the morning um, from you know starting at 10 a.m. Wow. So it was pretty amazing. Wow. And we had trailers. They did our makeup for us. They did our hair. Like We were treated very professional. Um, you know, we weren't like background, we were credits in, in, in the movie and it was, it was a pretty amazing experience. Did you cash a paycheck from that? <laughs> that, that's, that's, that doesn't need to be addressed. That's not why you do it. They took care of us very well. Um, and you know, awesome. even so with cool. residual checks to this day, know. we're still yeah. getting, you know, a very small form <laughs> of payment and it's really cool. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah, so. so I think I, I had to download it off of, uh, I think it was off of Amazon. I think it was off of Prime where I found it. Oh, yeah. When yeah. I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good to know that went to you. That was good. Man. Yeah. Um, and then it just it led me yeah. to a couple other experiences. And I filmed in a couple um, shows of Shameless. Then I also went out and was the softball Ooh. tech and trained the actors how to throw. So it was really neat. Like it just kind of like you, you do well in one area and you network and then you, you get asked to do a couple of other things. So it's it's been a blessing. Wow. Incredible. I think that I, I know you've I know, uh, Jamie, you've got some stuff you've got to take care of, but I think that's a cool place to yep. to, to stop it for today. But um, we're going to we're going to have to look at get some video up uh, of Jamie's uh, filmography here and maybe pull up her IMDb page. I don't know if that's out there. <laughs> Hopefully uh, yeah, we can is. find There's that. Photo. But... There, that's out there. <laughs> and I got a awesome, really cool photo awesome. with Reese, you know, with my USA jacket on that we wore in the movie and stuff. So mm -hmm. hey, make sure you share that with us so we can we can post it on this. Absolutely. This, uh, yes. Post it. Yeah, yes. That'd be cool. That would be awesome. Sure. Awesome. <laughs> well, Jamie, again, thank you so much for joining us. As always, we look forward to uh, welcoming you back next week and uh, talking more softball. Um, and everybody out there who's, who's watching this, if you have questions that you want us to ask Jamie or some topics that you might want us to cover, please send those in and let us know. You can uh, message us on Twitter or on Instagram, Top 100 Sports Network, um, and then subscribe to our YouTube channel. Leave us a comment, whatever you want to do, and uh, we'll get those questions answered for you. Anything else before we We're good. send it send out? Send in some questions. <laughs> All right. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.